Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best value for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. David Beard, CRM Principal, and Jeff Richards, Head of Training Program Development for Sage CRM, spend time chatting with customers, resellers, and others about Sage CRM in action around the globe. Across three episodes, we talk with Kyle James from Verda Scientific. Based on the eastern seaboard of the USA, they've been a Sage CRM customer for over 10 years. In this episode, Kyle talks further about onboarding new staff to Sage CRM, the value of his long-term relationship with his Sage partner, LLB Group, and how he turned his vision into a reality for a valuable operational system for his company. Kyle, when you're bringing on new people, how do you start the conversation about, here's our system, here's how you come to it? The main thing that I say to everyone that that we've onboarded, you may have you know your own system, your own style, you know maybe an older system or whatever. Um, and I always tell everybody, you know, look, you know, it's not like Sage 100 and Sierra. It's not like they're they're the perfect pinnacle, the nirvana of of every. Mm-hmm. That's, that's never going to happen. It's just you know it's not going to happen. But it does allow you you know the freedom. It does allow you to to give suggestions and to make modifications. And I think that's really what kind of grabs on to people is like, look, I'm not stuck in this box. I right. do have a little bit of freedom here. You mentioned Anthony earlier. Anthony is your representative, your business partner, LLB Group. Right. What's it What's it been like working with them? How useful, how important have they been in your journey with CRM? I don't know. Does Anthony want an honest, honest answer? Or? <laughs> no, He's on the kidding. call. It's up to you. Always, always. <laughs> Honestly, from a from a development perspective, from an integration perspective, um, again, any project in and of itself always comes with its hiccups, right? Nothing ever goes perfectly, even though you may try to plan the project out each individual steps. But at the end of the day, we've always been able to efficiently get it done effectively get it done within kind of the scope of the of the project itself whether it be time budget etc so there really hasn't been you know any situations where it's like you know our workflow or our project or whatever with llb has just been an utter disaster you know some things needed some time to figure out some things needed to be kind of treated agile where it's like okay Let's play with this for a little bit, and then if we need to make modifications, we can do that. And that's always been the good thing, or always been the nice thing that I, I've appreciated with Anthony, especially since I've worked with him for so long. He is reasonable. You know what I mean? He's not like one of these project guys where it's like, oh, well, it didn't work. Now we have to kind of scrap this. It's like, no, let's go in there and sandbox it a little bit. You know what I mean? And kind of see how it flows. Like right now, we're working you know, with kind of a custom report in Sage that isn't quite working out exactly how we want it to. But again, it's not like it's a disaster. So I think that's really been the thing is that finding, you know, whoever's out there in the world, you know, finding, you know, an IT partner, et cetera, that kind of communicates your your similar way. You know what I mean? Where, again, we can we can kind of figure this out together. So I think that's a good, good thumbs up for LLB Group and you, Anthony. So. Uh, it's important because I think I'm linking two ideas that you've just put in my head there. One about no software is perfect and no implementation is perfect. But it's about having something that's good and then working with the people to go, how do we make this come together for most people's benefit, right? Right. When you first got started on the journey, so sort of 2012, 2015 back then, how did you think this would go? I mean, did you have a fixed idea in your head back then or has it evolved over time? With using the CRM, I mean, I had a vision of how I wanted to use it, what I wanted it to do. 
Right. Um, I had a very specific kind of kind of goal in mind. You know, like if, if when you when you talk about the marketing aspect of it, being able to track leads through campaigns and reporting ROI. I mean, by doing that, Verter Scientific US, this company, me, you know, it, you know, integrating all this stuff with Anthony and everybody else. I mean, by utilizing that tool. This location was the first location in the world for Vert or any of the subsidiaries that was able to say, hey, we got 120 contacts. Out of those 120 contacts, we did 80 opportunities. Out of those 80 opportunities, we got 30 sales. Because I remember having a conversation with our owner, uh, Mr. Andres Verder, I think it was back in 2014, 2013, I mean, years ago. And we were actually at a show, one of our bigger shows back in the day. Spend so much money on this show, how are you going to track it? And I was like, well, that's easy. I have XYZ. And I remember some of the directors that were also in the vehicle with me when I'm talking to Andres and they were going, don't say that, don't, you know, how are you going to be able to track it? And I was like, oh, it's easy now. But it's things like that where it's like, I knew what I wanted to get out of it right off the bat. You know what I mean? I knew the level of integration. I knew the level of workflow. And I think starting from a foundational level, when we installed it, I was like, these are the must haves. This, this has to happen first. And then, like I said, with it being a, an elastic environment where we can change things up and modify it, yeah. it's just been, again, it's just kind of evolved with each of the product lines we bring on and each of the sales teams, et cetera, where now it's like, okay, now we can really kind of mold this tool and add on different things. But like I said, from the from the very beginning, I knew the vision, it accomplished kind of my baseline vision. And then it was like, okay, how do we get more out of this? How do we get more reporting? How do we get more useful information? So I'm interested and and, and indulge me for a bit longer on the vision thing, because sure. many of our customers come to us as accounting customers. So we're dealing with the financial buyer, the controller, the owner of the business, and some of them, I'm being very diplomatic, some of them have trouble coming up with a vision of what CRM could do. You have explained it very clearly, very coherently, and quite simply. Why do you think some customers can't do that? Honestly, I think, uh, you know, at the beginning, you know, when I was forming the vision, you know, of, of using CRM, mm. really, I sat down, you know, and looked introspectively as far as how the company operated and, you know, each of the different departments. And again, whether it be our customer service and accounting, our service guys or our sales team, I sat down and I put together, you know, a list of, okay, these are, let's say, the workflow problems I have. These are, and this is this is one sub stack, and then another stack is these are the reporting, let's say, issues that I have. Mm -hmm. If I can identify these problems, obviously there's got to be a solution out of it. So the first thing that I always do is once I identify the problem, then I say, okay, here's the vision that I see. Like I mentioned a few minutes ago with the marketing, that was my problem. The vision was being able to fix it the way we did with the service guys, I had a problem. I didn't have optics on kind of the service cases in general, the service load, the workload, et cetera. That was the problem. My vision was, this is how I'm going to solve it. And even from, you know, um, an accounting perspective, you know what I mean? Whether it be, you know, um, past due invoices, collections, et cetera, um, whether it be, you know, sales tax, exemption search, you know, all kinds of things mm -hmm. like that. Each of those problems, I first started out defining them and saying, okay, this is how I'm going to solve them. This is what I want it to look like. 
And I think, you know, by by opening your mindset, by first identifying like a real problem. I mean, everybody's got problems at work. That's why they call it work, right? Real, not just individual, you know, minutiae level problems, really problems within a department, within a work group. And again, if that problem defines itself, and then also you can see that problem, like I mentioned, in a reporting package, um, right. whether it be a customer satisfaction packet anyway, just kind of putting your, wrapping your head around it and saying, I need to do something to address this and I need to get, you know, a dashboard, optics, a report, something, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. But that that that's really what I think it comes down to. And the easiest thing about our group is that we do, we have the accounting people and customer service. We have the service guys. We have the sales guys. We have the marketing. With Sage CRM, it kind of allowed me to establish that vision for each individual department and thus be the vision for the company. So to summarize all that, you, you're looking both at the current state, the issues, and the vision, because you're leading the company in a sales perspective, and then clumping them all together. So how can I use different parts of the product to achieve right. the outcomes I need or the vision I need and right. take away the problems? With the CRM, like, you know, with the way it's set up, it's not just optics for me, since I'm, you know, one of the managers and, you know, an officer here and have to do a bunch of reporting, et cetera. With having the openness that, that the CRM allows it to, you know, you're not reliant on having a company meeting or an interdepartmental meeting. Like if my one of my sales guys is going to go visit a customer, he can hop into the CRM and see if there's any open service cases. That way he's not walking into landmines. In the past, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, let me talk to Mike before I go, you know, talk to this customer. Or let me talk to, you know, the customer service reps to see if there's any outstanding payments. Everything is open. So it all depends on kind of your your company's workflow as well. You want communication, obviously, and you don't need to call a formal meeting every time you're trying to do something. So your team leads, your your heads of department, your various functions, they too must appreciate the value the product brings because it's in front of them. They've got their optics, their dashboards, their reports, and they know that you can see them too. Is that a, that's a happy place for everybody? Anybody, whether it be the departments, the different business unit managers, customer service manager, et cetera. I mean, everybody that works in the system, you can see everything. You know what I mean? You can pull up if you if the customer service folks willing to look up an opportunity report for one of my sales guys, they could do that. Um, so, again, having that access is good. I also tell everybody that's going to be entering data in there, which is everybody that works for the company, as in any database, it's only as good as what you put into it. So if you're not putting in some of these fields, don't get upset when nothing comes back to you. So just <laughs> very true. I like, yeah, if your reports don't have the stuff in it, well, that's your fault as much as anything tough. else. Isn't it? In the next episode, Carl talks about the key features that matter to his business, their move of the operational system to a cloud hosted environment and how the evolution of their project has influenced their global parent company. You've been listening to Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. 